The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 560. Today it's part four of our look inside the Force Awakens script, pulling out all the secrets hiding therein. Punch it, Chewie! Hi, I'm Amy Rackliff from Full of Sith, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and let's pick up where we left off yesterday with Finn rescuing Poe on the Star Destroyer Finalizer. They are marching through the bay, and probably one of my favorite moments is Finn telling himself to stay calm, stay calm, and and Poe going, I am calm, and Finn going, I was talking to myself. That's one of my favorite moments of the movie. So they get into Hangar 6 is what it is, in case you need that for trivia purposes, and the TIE Fighter they climb into is in Bay Number 2. Now that cable that was attached to the TIE Fighter, I'd been wondering what the heck that was about, because it certainly wasn't a security measure. I mean, that would be really odd, wouldn't it? But it's a charging cable as described in the script. And I guess that makes a lot of sense. I don't think I've given a lot of thought to the fueling situation on TIE Fighters, or X-Wings for that matter, but there you go, charging cable. And for some reason, now this is kind of ridiculous, the laser cannons that the stormtroopers set up to try and shoot down the TIE Fighter are identified as Mega Blasters. Mega Blasters? Really? Come on. Uh, Come on. That's a situation where they definitely could have done a little better, I think. Up in the Star Destroyer's bridge, it's a Lieutenant Mitaka who is telling General Hux what's going on downstairs. And when they look at the trajectory of the TIE Fighter, they see that it was heading for the Goazon Badlands. That's another feature on Jakku that we get to learn about. And apparently, I don't know, how does everything fit in together? So there's the Goazon Badlands, which then contains Nima Outpost and presumably the Sinking Fields and maybe Kelvin Ridge and Kelvin Ravine. So this is one of those situations where we do not know how much time has elapsed from the raid on the village of Tuanal where Lorisan Tekka gets killed and Poe Dameron gets captured and BB-8 runs off into the night. We don't know how long it is that BB-8 is roaming out in the desert before he's captured by that Tito and Ray hears him. We don't know how long Poe has been up in the Star Destroyer before Finn rescues him. But the presumption is is that it's probably same day next day, right? Because Finn got on board the finalizer and Captain Phasma told him to report to her division immediately. And he did so and he was recommended for reconditioning. But he never reported for the reconditioning, but we don't know how long he was away. I guess how long in between reporting for the division and when he was supposed to go for reconditioning but didn't. I would imagine that was probably supposed to be a more or less right away sort of thing, but it also looked like Poe had been in that chair for quite a while before Kylo Ren got to him and had been worked over quite a bit. And the script does not say one way or the other, but I think it's safe to assume that it is either the next day or the day after. It does not seem like a lot of time has passed at all. I don't think 
Finn could escape reconditioning for more than a day at most. They seem to be pretty efficient on the finalizer there. So I would say BB-8 was probably only roaming in the desert for you know, 12, 15, 16 hours at most. And I don't think I'd even go into the next day. So I think all of this happens pretty quickly. So Poe and Finn get off the Star Destroyer. They get shot down and Finn wakes up a ways away from the wreckage. And when he gets back to the wreckage, like there was something odd about the way that he reached in to that front glass of the TIE fighter. I, I don't know. Something struck me strange. And when I read the script, there's a line about Finn thinking that he's seeing Poe's arm inside the fighter. And so that actually seemed to make a little more sense to me because it didn't look like the jacket was, um, you know, it wasn't hanging out or anything like that. It was like he just kind of reached in to get the jacket. But no, he actually thought that Poe was attached to the thing, which made the movement less awkward for me in retrospect. And something different in the script from what happened in the movie, when Poe starts to see the TIE fighter sinking into the sand, he's able to back up and he's in, I mean, no apparent danger because he's not actually slipping. He manages to step neatly back in time. So he's still on solid sand the entire time that we see him on screen but in the script it actually has him closer to the TIE fighter and actually starting to sink with the TIE fighter and having to scramble to get out of there I don't know I think that would have been an interesting additional moment of peril to include in the movie I almost kind of wish they had shot it that way but eh you know I can live with the difference it's no big deal all right a couple more things for you before we get out of here for the day the next new bit of information comes when Finn arrives at Nima Outpost and sees that giant creature drinking from a well, and that creature is called a Hapabore. That name did actually get out into the rumor and spoiler verse prior to the release of The Force Awakens, but that is the Hapabore, H-A-P-P-A-B-O-R-E. And the two beings that try to take BB-8 away from Rey, it's an easy conclusion to jump to that they have something to do with Unkar Plett, but they are labeled in the script as Unkar Plett's thugs. And there had been an action figure, I believe it was, uh, Unkar's thug that had been released in part of the Force Friday stuff. And after getting their hats handed to them by Rey, they of course turn around and sell Rey out to the Imperial troopers who are looking for BB-8. And that's going to do it for today. The next time we pick this up, we're going to be leaving Jakku behind. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Alright, here's the last bit of trivia before we go. I'll show them the dark side. Last time we asked you the nickname that people call Unkar Plutt behind his back, and that's the Blobfish. Today's question, what's the name of the cybernetic creature that Tito's ride on? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get scammed by Obi-Wan's wordplay, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a certain point of view, it's Destiny Unleashed. The 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.